afternoon. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus, and welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth as found in Scripture. Last week, Pastor Pace taught us the importance of dealing with sin. Today, he will teach how to receive justification, so you don't want to miss it. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. For more information about us, you can go to our website, gtacdallas.com. But now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and I welcome you to the Word of Truth broadcast. We certainly do thank the Lord for His goodness, His grace, His mercy, His uh, His kindness to us. And we know that God is always good, and we certainly hope that He is blessing you, helping you, keeping you safe as we still deal with this uh, time of pandemic and and sickness, but we know that he's the great physician, and we thank God that there is a balm in Gilead. Amen. Well, last week I began a subject on justification, talking about justification with God, and I want to continue that here today. Our opening scripture text was found in Job 25 and verse number 4, where it says, How then can man be justified with God? Or how can he be clean that is born of a woman? Amen. And so when we began this last week, we talked about justification. The word justification means the state or condition that's necessary for salvation, of being blameless or absolved, made free of the guilt of sin. Because we were born into sin, shaped into iniquity, Amen. Then we are guilty of sin. And so therefore, in order to be saved, we've got to be justified some kind of way. And so how can man be justified with God that's born in sin? How can he be made clean that's born of a woman? Amen. A woman, obviously, is, was, we know the first one was Eve that was created from the rib of Adam, but still coming from the dust of the earth. And so, therefore, we are earthly, dust of the earth. Amen. We're clay and dust, and we're going to go back to dust when we die. So how can we, that's carnal, natural, physical, be made justified with God, who is a spirit who is holy and without sin? Amen. And so we know that it took Jesus Christ to come as the Savior of the world, the Lamb of God, a sacrifice that God would accept. Amen. And we talked about this last week, how that um, John the Baptist, amen, said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. So Jesus is the perfect sacrifice that God would accept to take away the sins of the world. So we know that our sins must be taken away and dealt with in order for us to be justified with God. Amen. And so uh, we left off at Psalm 32 and 1 last week where it says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, in whose spirit there is no guile. And so if our sin is forgiven, our sin is covered. Amen. We're blessed. Praise God. 
Amen. To know that our sins can be forgiven and covered will give us hope. This proves here that there is a way to be forgiven through Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. We can be justified with God. Amen. John 3, 16, very familiar scripture that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What a beautiful scripture that God gave his only son for us, that if we believe on him, we can have eternal life. To believe is to have faith in God and his word. Amen. And so we see, praise the Lord, that Jesus Christ did come as the Savior of the world. And if we believe in him, we can have eternal life. Hallelujah. Anyone that gets eternal life is going to have to be justified with God. And so, but believing, praise the Lord, is more than just saying you believe. And we have to know what to believe. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, amen, Paul declares the gospel. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, when Paul is writing there to the Corinthians, He's writing to them about the gospel, amen, that he preaches. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, chapter 5, I'm sorry, chapter 15, verse 1, he said, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. And so, you see, we have to believe the gospel. Praise God. Because if we don't continue to believe the gospel, then our belief is in vain. He said, for I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. So Paul declares that the gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When we believe on Jesus, we must believe the gospel that he died on the cross for the sins of the world. He was buried in a tomb. And after three days, he arose from the dead and, he's, and he lives forevermore. Amen. Romans 10 and 9 tells us what we, that, that, that we must confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in our heart that God had raised him from the dead. Amen. When we, con when we continue to confess this with our mouth, and continue to believe the gospel in our heart, we will be saved from, this, from the destruction that's to come to unbelievers. All right? But believing. Now, notice it says that whoever believeth, amen, amen. If we confesseth, confess with our mouth and believeth. The T-H on the end of a word means to continue. Amen. You must continue to believe. You must continue to confess. Amen. And so, because it says in verse 10, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. All right? And so it's a continue to believing unto righteousness. All right? The believing hasn't given you righteousness. Your, your continual believing gets you to righteousness. You're believing unto. You're getting to righteousness. 
That's why Jesus said to those disciples that believed on him in John chapter 8, he said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. So we must continue in the word, continue to believe the gospel, continue to believe in order to be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. In order to get salvation, we must continue to believe and continue to confess. Praise God. And so we see that because if we don't believe, amen, then, uh, then the Bible tells us in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 8 that Jesus is coming back taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel. Amen. In flaming fire, he's taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. And so you see that Jesus will come taking vengeance on them that don't know him and that obey not the gospel. You see, for to believe the gospel is to obey the gospel. Hallelujah. We must follow Jesus in his death, burial, and resurrection to obey the gospel. All right, everybody talks about believing the gospel, but they don't understand that believing is obeying. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Hallelujah. We must live by every word of God. Amen. And so we must obey. Hallelujah. We must, uh, believing is obeying. And so he's coming back on those who obey, not the gospel. Praise God. Amen. John 1 and 17, it tells us, praise the Lord, how that, how, how that, in, um, that, that grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. That's right. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And so the grace of God that we need to save us comes from Jesus Christ. This is a gift from God that we cannot earn. God shows his grace when he gives you the words and the chance to be saved. It is by his grace that we're here today to show you through God's word what we must do to be justified and saved from sin. Amen. That we may go on to eternal life. Hallelujah. And so we see that believing the gospel is the first thing that we must do. We must believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, the Bible also tells us some other things. In Acts 17 and 30, it said, God once winked at ignorance, but now he commandeth all men everywhere to repent. So after we've heard the gospel by God's grace and we believe that it is true and we confess it, we must repent of our sin because God had done so much for us by clothing himself in flesh, dying for the sins of the world. He will not wink at ignorance anymore, but he commands that all men must repent. That is turn from sin with no desire to commit sin again. We recognize that we've done wrong and with sorrow of heart. We ask God to forgive us of our sin. And we are willing to do an about face on sin and turn away from sin. Stop sinning. That's what repentance is. Is you turn away from sin. Hallelujah. Amen. To live a life without sin. Praise God for sin cannot enter there. And so 
God commands, it's a commandment that all men everywhere repent. If you're going to be saved, if you're going to be justified with God, you got to stop your sinning. You got to stop the cussing, the lying, the fornicating, the shacking up. Amen. The drinking, the getting drunk and smoking cigarettes and, and, and drugs and so on and lying, stealing. Amen. All of that is sin. You got to turn away from it. You got to stop. You got to quit. You got to do an about face on it and turn to God with all of your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. And stop sinning with godly sorrow. You turn away from it because God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of repentance. Amen. You've got to come to the knowledge of how to repent. That's why you need a preacher, a pastor, somebody preach to you. Hallelujah. Get that sin out of your heart. Get that sin out of your life. Stop that sinning. You can't go to church and say you're saved and you're still living in sin. You got to repent and turn away from it. Hallelujah. And this is how we obey Jesus's death. When we repent of our sin, we die to sin. Oh, hallelujah. There's so much to it. My time is just about up again. I'm going to continue this next week because we need to be justified with God if we're going to be saved. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Pace. The only way to receive justification is through obedience to the gospel. And the first step is repenting from our sins. Well, that concludes today's edition of the Word of Truth. If you would like more information or to receive a personal home Bible study, please give us a call. Our phone number is 214 214- Three nine one zero zero one seven, and we're still having great revival services so we'd love to have you join us we're located at 2930 North St. Augustine Drive in Dallas again we ask you to subscribe to the Word of Truth podcast just go to the apps Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search for Grace and Truth Apostolic Church it'd really help us if you would leave a comment and a 5 star review Again, all of our information is on the website, gtacdallas.com. On behalf of Pastor Joel Pace and Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, God bless.